Hello and welcome to episode 16 of The Perfect Cast. I'm Jack. And I'm Lisa. This week we bring you all of our TV recommendations show in lockdown. And we also play the three name game. Right, we're back. Yeah. We're back on it. Sorry it's a bit late. Yeah, a little bit late. We've had, um, obviously, trying to get the house sorted for us to live in for the next four to six weeks. Yeah, because we've got to work from home, I've had to bring a lot of my work stuff home and um, that, yeah, it's filled the whole living room. (laughs) Yeah, Lisa uh, photographs clothing. So yeah. we've got lights and mannequins and lots of Basically boxes of clothes. Basically, the studio is in our our <laughs> living room. <laughs> yeah, where my working from home consists of just my laptop. Yeah, and a nice little space. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why we've not been able to get a podcast out on schedule. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have this episode, and we're going to do another episode uh, ready for Thursday. Yeah. So we're all caught up. And this week, we've just... We thought we'd do something a bit different, because a lot of people are at home in the same situation as us. Yep. So there's a lot of time on everyone's hands, so we thought we'd do this week and talk about our favourite things to binge or to just lift your spirits, etc. So... Yeah. Just TV shows this week. We might do a different uh, movie one in a few weeks' time, but... TV, what you watch when you're bored, you need a boost... Or you're in self-isolation slash lockdown. Yeah. So I've got like three categories. So okay. my first category is feel-good, bingeable sitcoms. Okay. I've got a half section on that, so that's good. Yeah. So my first um, bingeable sitcom is The Mindy Project. Okay, yeah. Um, Mindy Kaling is the writer and the star of The Mindy Project. She is a um, gynecologist in New York. They don't talk about gynecology, so don't put, let that put... Yeah, (laughs) there's actually hardly any medical references. Yeah. Well, any medical scenes throughout the If these people were doctors, you'd be concerned. There's six seasons, and it's all on Now TV or Sky. I think they're on Sky Comedy, the the channel Sky Comedy. But yeah, you can watch all six seasons. The first three seasons are a bit more PG because originally it was on a different network. And then that network dropped the Mindy Project and Hulu picked it up in the States. And um, a few more swear words, uh, a little less PG. And um, basically they were just allowed to let loose a bit and it, yeah. it gets better the longer it goes on. But it's one of them shows that I can sit and watch over and over again. Like it just makes me laugh. Yeah, it, it is a really funny show. I thought I'd get annoyed because of the pitch of Mindy. Yeah, she says, I'm Sandra Bullock. <laughs> but you do get used to it and it is really, really funny. Yeah. So that, that's, a, that's a good first shout. Yeah. Um, my first sitcom I've got on here is Cheers. And that's because a few years ago, I was off with the flu and Lisa bought me the Cheers box set like for, for Valentine's Christmas. Day or oh, Christmas yeah, yeah. of previous year. There is 255 episodes <laughs> of Cheers. Um, How long is each episode? About 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, and I got through eight out of nine seasons. Oh, so close. Just sitting there watching it back to back. Yeah. And it was, it, it just it just became 
my life. I, <laughs> I couldn't really get out of bed because I, I was really bad with the flu. All I had to do every like maybe every couple of hours was change a DVD, change yeah. a DVD over, and just I wake just... up every morning and say, "Hey, Sam." <laughs> yeah, and then I'd start shouting Norm at the TV every time Norm <laughs> came in. Um, but any anything like that, really. So just I'll just smash through my list because I don't want to go to town on each one of them. But Cheers, similar to that, obviously, Frasier. Um, oh, I hate Frasier. <clears throat> well, yeah, <laughs> it, it's an acquired taste. Uh, Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother. And then two that are on Netflix, uh, Fresh Prince of Bella. I think there's five to six seasons on Netflix. Yeah. And then all of that 70s show. They're all on Netflix, aren't they? Um, Apart from Cheers. Oh, Cheers might even be on Netflix, but Seinfeld is on Channel 4. Right. Frasier is on Channel 4. on Channel 4. How I Met Your Mother, Fresh Prince, and your last one is on Netflix as well. Yeah. To be honest, a lot of my recommendations, a lot of these sitcom recommendations, I was thinking, they've all been on Channel 4 at some point. And I've probably watched that's all of funny, them from, like, one. getting up early yeah. to go to school yeah, and like, catching it on. That's so Raymond. That's not what it's called. Why do I always call it That's So Raymond? <laughs> <laughs> that's another good one, though, actually. Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, I've nearly said my name is a Raymond then. Oh, I'm glad you, you're telling me what it's called. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my name. What's his name? I know his name is Raymond. My What's name is Earl. No. Everybody loves Everyone Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. Everybody, not everyone. <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> my name is Raymond. I'm just trying to be a better guy. My name is Raymond. Um, yeah, like... That always reminds me of mornings and stuff. Yeah, like King of Queens um, and just shooting yeah. and that. Yeah. Um, my next so, yeah, one... what else have you got on your list? My next one is The American Office. Ah, yeah. So You've, you've let me talk about The Office Ladies and yes. stuff. Like, I love The Office. I have let you talk about that. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, it's got nine seasons. It's so good. The first season isn't the best season so if you're only just starting with the office just bear with it it's only six yeah, episodes of the first season it. but they, they were trying to make it as close as the uk office as they could but with an american twist yeah and then after the first season they just sort of ran with it and did their own thing and i think that was the best thing for them like i cry watching the office i laugh watching the office like it really lightens my mood like yeah. i will laugh out loud <laughs> for a lot of the episodes and I'm like I've seen this why is this still making me laugh I love watching The Office though as well um, like I usually come downstairs and Lisa's got it on and I'll sit with her and watch a bunch of episodes and it's the same with um, like your next one as well yeah um, but American Office that's on Amazon Prime and there is nine seasons to get through um, like I said the first season's only six episodes but every other season after that is like 20 20 to yeah. 24 isn't yeah. it yeah yeah, on that like British series, we've only recommended American ones. Yeah. But that's because British series only tend to be like six to eight episodes long. Yeah. And then there's only a small amount of seasons. Yeah, like I have got one British series that I was going to write down, but I'll come to that at the end maybe. Okay. Um, my last one before the British one is Parks and Rec. It's very similar to The Office. Um, it is the... Um, like mock mockumentary style yeah um and it's about people working in the parks and recreation department for the government yeah um it stars amy poehler chris pratt nick offerman, nick offerman um aziz Sanzari. it's got a great cast it's really funny it's got seven seasons it's on amazon prime and it's on now tv yeah and it's it's probably well it is more recent than uh the office yeah. there's 
a definite like timeline between the two. Yeah, you can t- like tell the office was filmed a lot longer, a lot longer ago. Yeah, because uh, everyone's than... got flip phones or yeah, um, polyphonic ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny going back and watching uh, all of that and like yeah, uh, yeah. and even even still, um, the office has a great cast as well, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly. Like yeah, Carell, John. The interesting thing about The Office, though, is that it didn't have a cast anybody knew when it first came out. Yes. And now, like, all of them are, like... Yeah, I'd probably say Steve Carell was the most yeah, well-known. When they were filming the second season, that's when he got 40-year-old virgin. So right, that's when his yeah, career sort of, sort of like really took off, kicked. really. Yeah. Um, and obviously John Krasinski's done More really since well. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that stars, weirdly, um, Anne from Parks and Rec is in The Office. Oh, yeah, she plays... Karen. Yeah. Jim's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, because they're, they're done by the same people, aren't they? Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Moe's in The Office writes... I think he writes Parks and Rec. Either that right. or Greg Kinnear does. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels. I'm just obsessed with Greg Kinnear. Lisa loves Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Why is he always on the <laughs> tip of my toe? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, both those shows are, are great. Uh, yeah. But and then yeah, there is loads of like British sitcoms. The one I was going to suggest was Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. Jack? So that. <laughs> Have you seen oh, Friday Christ. Night Dinner? <laughs> so that that sort of breaks the rule of there only being a couple of series because there's they're on the fifth series they now. Just I got I got a tweet off Channel Four yesterday saying that it's the new season started last night Friday, um, the twenty seventh of March, um, at ten o'clock on Channel Four. I think that's they're gonna release ah. weekly the new season of Friday Night Dinner. We didn't yeah. like the last season. No, it, it, but we didn't really give it a chance. We watched two episodes. And was we were it like, Meh. someone was coughing or someone was laughing? Laughing, I think. There was a particular laugh. It was just a noise one episode, all the way and it was awful. Just, oh, yeah, it, like I think it was in there. Well, it wasn't there for comedy effect, but it was that it just it came it, off took really too far. frustrating. Yeah. And I think it was the first episode of the new series, and we just thought, oh, let's leave yeah, it. we just couldn't go back to watching it, but. Yeah. I think I do want to go back and watch it again, especially now we've got loads of time on our hands. Oh, yeah, I want to watch definitely. it again because it's really funny. But then there's like um, the IT crowd. Yeah. Uh, that is always just easy to put on any episode and just like... You can find the IT crowd on Netflix yeah. and Channel 4, I believe. Yeah. Um, black Books, that's always a favourite of mine. I can watch yeah. like Black Books anytime. I don't anytime. know where you can find Black Books at the minute. I assume Channel 4's got it uh, because it... Was on Channel Four. Wasn't yeah, it? I think it. I think it is. In between us <clears throat> is like. Yeah. It's so crap, but it's so good at the same well, time. A, a lot of the time with British comedy, the reason why it's only short and sweet is because it never gets to a point where it starts going downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it, it it's great because we keep it tight, and then there's loads of it, but it means there's never a point where you're like, oh, it's like how I met your mother. After like series, well, after series four, it starts to decline. But it's still watchable. But then after, like, yeah. by Series 7... I mean, I've seen it all, but by after Series 7, I'm just watching it for the sake of I it. I was going to say Season 6. I was just like, I'm out. Yeah. It, you can tell. It's just... They're just churning out episodes. and Yeah. I don't know whether it's because you sort of... I've watched them all at once. You know, oh, I know what's going to happen now. This is going to... It's going to do this. No, it wasn't good, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> when... When I... I think when a sitcom has to make two characters that aren't normally thought of to be together get together ross and uh, ross and joey rachel and joey robin and barney yeah it's time to stop you've run out of ideas right <laughs> i was thinking this like if you watch all of the sort of 
series I mentioned, like Friends, Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, and Cheers, a lot of jokes and storylines cross over. Oh. I know that was sort of naturally going to happen, yeah. but sometimes you watch them and you go, hang on, that's that's straight ripped out of this and that's straight ripped out of that. And I think that spoils it for me as well. Yeah, maybe we watch too much telly. Maybe we watch too much telly. <laughs> um, the next like category um, I have is good bingeable TV shows. So this is just like a general TV show because I don't really know what categories these TV shows are. So... Um, I've got The Gilmore Girls, the seven seasons on Netflix, and then there's another season of um, the re- the reboot of it. What's that called? I can't remember what uh, it's called. No. A Year in a the Year in the Life. I don't like know. That. I can't think. My brain's mush today. But that's um, where they do four episodes, but they're all an hour long. An hour long of each. <laughs> oh, post. Um, <laughs> each season, isn't it? Yeah, like... Winter, spring, summer and fall. Yeah. All you got to do is call. And I'll be there. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I love the Gilmore Girls. I have watched it more than I've seen Friends. Yeah, which is saying a lot. Yeah, I have seen every episode of Gilmore Girls at least five times. I I waited to buy the DVDs because Netflix had it in America, but we did not over here. So I waited and waited and waited. And then the DVDs went on sale. So I bought the DVDs and a week later it came on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when <clears throat> excuse me, when I'm like tidying the house or doing work, it's I've seen it so many times that I don't have to physically see yeah. the episode. Yeah. I can just listen to it and I can visualize in my head exactly what's going on. Like, or sometimes I, I'll say the lines along with them because I've seen it seen so it many, many times. times. But yeah, Gilmore Girls is like if someone's looking for a new TV show to watch and they've never seen it, it's my go-to. And the people I've recommended it to have enjoyed it. Yeah, so in like a similar vein, I've written down like a comfort uh, series you can go back to because you've seen it enough. Yeah. You know it's going to be good and you know you can just like, you don't have to spend ages trying to find something to watch. You've always got that like trust that that's going to like... Cheer you up. Yeah, cheer you up and entertain you. So like Gilmore Girls for you, I've got uh, The O.C., yeah. Uh, which is in like a similar vein. It's like teenage drama. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, like that for me, What I watched it a lot as a teenager. And I've not really watched it that much in my 20s. Yeah. Maybe like once. But I, I know it's there for if I just need something to put on in the background. Yeah, and you've um, got the DVDs that I don't know if... Is it on Amazon Prime? I can't remember. Ah, uh, I think so. I saw it on something recently. It's either yeah. Netflix or Amazon. I think it is Amazon, yeah. I think it's Amazon because One Tree Hill's on there as well. Right, another just easy watching. Again, probably being on Channel 4 at some point. Yeah, like, I think both of them were. Yeah, I think Channel 4 is probably the best channel for like easy watching TV shows. Yeah, I think Channel 4 is like one of them channels that's aimed more at a younger audience. Yeah. So I think they do tend to have the OCs. Well, the Gilmore Girls was on Channel 4 until Channel 5 bought it and then Netflix. But um, Friends, OC, Gilmore Girls, Friday Night Dinner, yeah, Mindy yeah. Project was on there for a while. Yeah, Scrubs. Scrubs, yeah. That's another, another one. I haven't even got that written down, but no, Scrubs. Scrubs. Apart yeah. from like... The more oh god, the newer they, series that that's a season that should have stopped. The one with the the Franco in it, Dave Franco. Yeah, I think it's awful. It. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't anywhere near as good as original Scrubs. Yeah, because um, you just don't get the JD and Turk. 
like bromance. The next one on my list is Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good just sit back and enjoy the chaos. Yeah, because every if you miss five minutes, you could not have a clue what's going on anymore because yeah. so much happens in every episode. You are literally like laughing your head off at one minute and then next minute like someone's brought back from the dead and you're just like what the heck how is this person still alive like yeah it's it's a telenovela so it's a bit if you've seen ugly betty it's very ugly betty so it's very over the top drama it's, yeah like it's, it's almost a, a soap but it's, it's really self-aware that it is a telenovela yeah it's it's taken the mick quite a bit it's, it's really good um that's on netflix did i say that already four seasons on netflix um, if you're starting which, that, keep an eye out for uh, Rahelio. He is definitely the oh, best character in that. Rahelio is literally, yeah, he is one of my favorite characters. Actually, yeah. you know what? The whole thing, like, I don't think there's a character. I'm like, oh god, I hate this person. You know, when I'm I didn't like her. Petra at first, but then she grew on me. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's the point to Petra, though. Point to Petra. Point to Petra. Yeah, Jane the Virgin. Mm. Good show. Have you got any others? Or? Have I got any? I've just sort of going off what you're okay. sort of bouncing back. Between so the next one. one I have is Parenthood. Oh shit! Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good TV show. Um, yes. Um, I cannot find it anywhere. No. Um, so you might have to order the DVDs on Amazon. Um, but we've it used it used to be on Channel Five, so maybe Channel Five have it. Which is weird because like offense. I'm not even going to say no offense because offense to Channel Five usually has. Crap. Crap programs on it. Yeah. Uh, and Parenthood's really it's good. It's so good. And I don't I don't know why it really didn't come over here because I feel like a lot of people will have enjoyed it. Yeah. So it's got um Dak Shepard, Lauren Graham, who's um Lolai from Gilmore Girls. Um it's got quite a a, a good cast. Um yeah. but it's basically about um a family. So it's grandparents, their three kids, and their families. It's like Modern Family, if it was a drama and yeah. not a comedy. Yeah, it's so good. If you watch This Is Us, which is another great TV series, yeah, the it's only very similar to This Is Us. This Is Us on my list is because like we literally cry every episode because yeah. it's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to leave This Is Us off <laughs> my list. Parenthood isn't depressing. It's cheery. Um, there's some moments where it's like a bit sad because you know families go through a lot of sad things. Yeah, of course. But uh, in general, it's quite a happy, uplifting TV show. And like we binged it for ages, and then we couldn't remember what disc we were on. So yeah, <laughs> and it's stopped. got my name is Raymond in it. It does have my name is Raymond, is it? That's so Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano. Yeah, uh, he comes a into. Bit later on. Yeah, he's in like season four, maybe. I think but, so. If you can find it somewhere, definitely try and watch Parenthood because it's yeah, brilliant. I it's, highly recommend Parenthood. It's based on the movie Parenthood with um, Steve Martin. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm. Someone? Oh, um, Thingy. Um, never mind. So Parenthood for us is one of those series where I'm sure everyone's, I'm sure everyone has the old TV series where they've either got it on like the Sky Planner or they've got it like oh, on the list of things they want to watch on Netflix or the, someone's bought them the DVD and they just want to get around to watching it. Yeah. Like, oh, one day I'll get around to watching it. Now's the time. Definitely. We can't Definitely. go anywhere. I have to dig it out. But we have seen it. Like I've seen all, every episode, but like I think we keep getting up to season five out of yeah. six. Yeah. And then we can't remember because there's so many discs to the DVDs. I think we just couldn't remember what we got up to. And yeah. Stopped, it's like we? we'll stop watching it for a month because something will come up or we might go on holiday or yeah. something like that. And then we come back to it and we're like, oh, I can't remember where we're up to. Um 
it's not like it drops off. Yeah. It, it, it is equally as good series on series. So um, I've got... Okay, so the next one on my list is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, fantastic show. It's got three seasons and it's on Amazon Prime. It's written by Amy Palladino. Amy Sherman Palladino. Yes, thank you, Jack. Who is the creator and writer of The Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of a theme. <laughs> yeah, but I'd also just throw in it's nothing like it's the nothing Girls. like the only thing that's very similar about the gilmore girls is they all talk quite fast yeah and they have a lot of pop culture references which is one of my favorite part of the gilmore girls because you don't pick up on it every time you watch it and then yeah. you'll pick up on something new where you're just like oh that's and it's yeah it's similar with mrs Maisel. she yeah. does throw in a lot of references or well not just her like throughout yeah, lots yeah. of references are thrown in it's very witty it's very quick yeah um it's basically about a housewife whose husband wants to be a stand up comedian but he's not very good so she's writing his jokes for him she finds out he's cheating on him no she finds out he's cheating on her um so she gets drunk goes to the stand up bar yep and basically just rants on stage but in a comedic way and basically becomes a stand up comedian because of the situation she's in it's really funny it's based in the 1950s or 60s oh the style of it is amazing it's so good it's so funny and i just wish there was more <laughs> yeah well it's on three seasons yeah and maybe like 10 to 12 episodes yeah. each about an hour long so you've got a good 30 odd hours of tv yeah it's very uh, good to get through um that's like a good bingeable one for me if you've definitely if you've not seen it yet i recommend is breaking bad what's that breaking bad um the synopsis for it is a high school chemistry teacher um finds out he's got cancer so goes into cooking crystal meth to uh fund his uh, cancer treatment which is a very sort of boiled down version of the plot like so much happens in that show yeah i think that's like first half of season one plot and then it just goes off the rails after that but in a good off the rails like oh yeah you're it's on a runaway brilliant. train that that whole the vince gilligan uh is the creator of <laughs> breaking bad his whole universe has got el camino breaking bad and better call Saul. all yeah. three of them like tie in this breaking bad universe and it's it's all done really well yeah um and that's another good show better call Saul. we're up to series five we talked about it a couple of weeks ago yeah um however that because it's only coming out one episode a week you've not got if you cut if you catch up great but then you're waiting, you're waiting. but it's something to look forward to during these times <laughs> yeah um my last one on this list yep. is a tv show that i am aware is terrible right i know it's absolute garbage tv right but i've seen it so many times because it's such an easy this is ridiculous kind of tv show that i kind of enjoy no i love okay. is gossip girl oh right God. <laughs> oh i've seen gossip girl three times <laughs> And you know what though you get into it though when we when when you have to come in and sit with me yeah. you do get into it you're like where's Chuck Bass yeah so I like Chuck Bass because he's sort of this he just like moves through the show just going well I'm Chuck Bass <laughs> and that that's his answer to everything <laughs> like he makes magical things happen. basically he's this really rich kid so he just buys loads of stuff and he's got a lot of like social power so and influence so yeah. he can make things make things happen and he's like well i'm chuck bass and i'm like you are chuck bass so if you've never seen gossip girl basically it's a teen drama like 90210 the oc yeah 
based on kids who live in the Upper West Side, Upper East Side, Upper East Side um, of Manhattan, and they go to a wealthy school, but then there's two little um, not as wealthy kids who live in Brooklyn or somewhere. I don't know where they live. I don't know. Yeah. In New York too. Well. Um, and they have sc- scraped every penny together to get their kids into this super fancy school. There's this website called Gossip Girl and it spreads gossip about the kids in the school because they're all sort of socialites. So they always get up to like crazy things like going to rehab and stuff. So yeah, it's just drama. It's crap. But yeah. it's, good. it's kind of got that OC vibe to it because like Ryan yeah. is like the rough kid Ryan. from Chino. Who's who Ryan? Ends up... Ryan is Seth's mate in the OC. Oh, I thought we were talking about Gossip Girl. Uh, ben McKenzie. Yeah. Uh, no, I was sort of saying it's a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's the rough kid, but he ends up going to the posh the, school. The posh school yeah. Um, and... Stuff happens. Yeah. Um. It's got Blake Lively in it. Blake. Blake. Blake Lively in it. Leighton Meester and Penn Badgley. Who's Joe from Joe You? Joe from You. Yeah. Yeah. Another good TV show. On they Netflix. are my feel-good bingeable TV shows. Very good. Nice. Okay. So my next category is bingeable reality shows. Yep. So that doesn't mean like. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or the Big Brother Love Island. Yeah, it's more... Um, like almost game shows or... Competition reality shows. Yeah. Is is the main part of this category. But okay. my first on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Uh, there's 12 seasons on Netflix. I know you've all heard me whine about this season. Maybe skip this season and maybe last season. But season 10 before are all fantastic yeah. and all the queens on them are amazing and i think if you do sit down and watch it i think you'd in- enjoy it if you're into sort of the thing i like about rupaul's drag race is the creativity you get to see them make all these costumes and put on all this wild makeup and they do it all themselves whereas like america's next top model they're literally just standing there getting the photos taken yeah um project runway is great because they get to design the clothes but these people are wearing the clothes and fitting them to their own bodies having yeah. to pad their bodies to make them look more feminine putting wigs on putting makeup on like there's so much skill that goes into all of these queens and then they've got to do these ridiculous challenges on top of that it's it's really like i really enjoy it i just haven't enjoyed this season I just don't like the the bitchy chatting. Yeah, I don't I don't like that side of it though. But the runway is my favorite part. Yeah, but that's why I like Project Runway. Yeah. Because of that, the you see the creativity. They get given a brief. You see the creativity behind the brief, and then it's all shown off at the end. Yeah. And it's it's basically what I do normally, but in digital design instead of fashion yeah um so it's interesting from that standpoint well that's kind of links to the next one which is yep. next in fashion which is a tv show that we all uh, that me and you discussed a few weeks ago yeah it's got one season on netflix yeah <laughs> you want to say something about no. it um so it's it's tan france and alexa chung are the hosts they have um semi uh, well the, they are professional designers um they're just not like celebrity designers well yeah i think that's that's the interesting thing and the difference between next in fashion and project runway is the the designers they chose for next in fashion they're not are, amateurs they're not yeah it's not the first froway foray um, it's their job it's yeah. their everyday job yeah some of the designers on there have been designing clothes for like jay-z or beyonce yeah. or whoever like big names or they have a successful fashion brand already yeah um, where Project Runway, they're just bringing in... Like mums who know how to sew the kids. Yeah, people who sort of have done it for a hobby for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's something they want to pursue more. 
Project Redway is still going, but it's not got Heidi Klum or Tim Gunn anymore, and you know they're bringing it back, aren't they? Yeah, but it's not got Heidi Klum or Tim Gunn anymore. Oh well, then it's not worth watching. No, it's only worth it for Tim Gunn. I know. Designers make it work. Make it work. Um, the next one on my the next one on my list is Encore, which is on Disney Plus. It's got one season. We'll talk more about Disney Plus another time. Yeah. So this the episode after this, we're gonna do a special disney plus episode yeah um because that's just come out came out on tuesday last week and there's a lot to talk about so it needs its own individual episode encore is a show about getting people who are in a high school production together back together to re-perform that show right so the two episodes that we've watched so far have been from 1990 and 1996 so these people are in their 40s they've got um, they've got kids. The you know they've got a whole different life. None of them have pursued acting. Yeah, but they've had to get back onto stage <clears throat> and perform a, a performance that they did in those years. I thought I'd hate this show. I thought this was going to be really annoying, really <laughs> cheesy, but it's actually really good. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the, it. The two episodes I've seen. Yeah. Anyway. Although weirdly, there's one which was like. They're only going back to like 2007 yeah. or something and they're redoing High School Musical. I'm like, that was only 13 years ago. 13 but... years ago? that Like, if me and you went back to high school and did a performance, I don't really speak to many people from high school. Yeah, but I only ever played like a sheep or a snowflake, so I reckon I could still do that. <laughs> I never got the cool parts. Mm, I played a cross-dressing boy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> as a girl dressed as a boy dressed as a girl wow <laughs> um yeah encore it's it's really good it's better than i thought it would be yeah and we sort of like we'll watch it with tea or something like that yeah so we were trying to like watch one a night just because it, it's exactly what the point of this episode is it's a proper feel-good tv show and at the when when you see them finally performing it at the end, you sat smiling because you're yeah. just like you, you did it, you guys. So you're yeah, just happy it definitely has that that feel good vibe. Yeah. So if you're feeling down or just a bit frustrated with staying indoors, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend Encore on Disney Plus. Yeah, the next one I have written down is a super uplifting, sometimes a bit emotional tv show it's on netflix um it's got five seasons and that's queer eye oh i i always look forward to when uh queer eye is coming out yeah and it usually comes out at the right time as well of like i think everyone starts getting wound up or frustrated with themselves or down about the way they feel or look or anything like that and queer eye is that perfect makeover show that you can get a lot of tips and inspiration from and they never make it seem like it's too it's not um unachievable i think for me the way queer eye deal with it as well like there's so many makeover shows where they just deal with the outside yeah so they're just like you feel ugly we're gonna slap a bit of makeup on you and do your hair for you yeah there you go you feel good again yeah like off your pop like you look nice people can see you look nice but you might not feel nice on the inside yeah queer eye try and find out what is getting you down and they try and help you resolve it whether it's your work or the home environment like Bobby comes in and redecorates your house for you. Karamo comes in and helps you with your confidence. Yeah. Like- so Qu- Queer Eye for people who don't know, it's there was a show years ago, like 10, 15 years ago, called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which is a similar sort of thing, but it was where five gay men uh, make over a straight man's life, and it's 
it was very of the time. Yeah. Where this is now just called Queer Eye because they help everyone. everyone. It's an all-inclusive show. And as Lisa was saying, there's each um, one of the hosts, I suppose. Yeah, one of the Fab Five. Yeah, of the Fab Five. They all have an individual quality area. Yeah. And, yeah, an area and aspect of your life that they can try to help improve like improve you or improve the space around you so usually they find people who they haven't looked after themselves in a while because there's something going on in the personal life or they're super hard working and haven't had any time to like look just, after themselves yeah, basically it's anyone who, who isn't looking after themselves or hasn't been able to look after themselves and they just come in and let you remember who you are Bobby's the interior designer. Yeah. Tan France from Next in Fashion. Uh, he helps you with your clothes. Yep, does all, all your clothing. Jonathan, Jonathan Van, Van Ness. Ness. He's like hair and hair beauty. Hair and beauty, yeah. Uh, Caramo helps with um, yeah. like self-esteem. and He's like a guidance counsellor. Yes. He's got a degree in guidance counselling. And then there's Anthony, who is your food guy, who loves avocado. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's basically just... It's not say, They're never saying you're doing this wrong. You just they're just showing you a better way to. And yeah, they're not they're not bitchy ever. They're always no. just like, and they're always just they're so positive, and you always feel happy like after every episode. It's it's a very emotional show, but it makes you feel good at the end. And they're all very open about their own lives as well. Definitely. Like they they come across as oh they're like they must live the perfect life, and they do all this, and it's fantastic, but. And it, they never say it in a sob story way. They're just open and they say, oh, I had troubles doing this growing up and I had uh, issues with like drugs and alcohol or bad yeah. parents or a lot of different issues, but it never feels like a sob story. It just feels like they're... Relatable. Re- well, yeah, or they're being open with the person they're talking to well, so they can gain the trust and make them feel better. There's an episode that I can think of specifically where there's, I think it was a gay girl... Who whose parents didn't want to know her anymore, and he was oh, like, yeah. and Bobby came up to her and said, "I know exactly," because it's hard when people don't know what you're going through, and they're like, right. "Oh, you'll be all right." But yeah. Bobby comes over and he he's relatable because he says, "I was adopted, I came out, and they disowned me." So yeah. not only did his biological parents not want him, but his adoptive parents didn't want him either. Yeah. So he could relate to her and say, "Look where I am. I got me. I lived in my car for a bit, but then I pulled pulled up my socks." got the career I wanted and now look at me like I'm I'm happy and I'm doing what yeah. I can so you can pull yourself out of the darkness so I think it's such an uplifting and happy TV oh, show Queer Eye is, is definitely one for uh, for lockdown recommendations yeah, definitely and just like remembering to be yourself and yeah don't, and know. don't know what else to say really they've even done a series in japan where they do not speak the language but they still manage to get the same point across because you don't need to talk to each other like you don't need to be able to speak the same language to because it's all the same thing we're all living the same yeah. issues yeah even if you don't know what each other are saying so yeah. it's, it's very interesting it's very good i highly recommend it it's on netflix queer eye you've got that serious but uplifting vibe to it where one that's just really silly and a dead easy watch and you can sit down if you've like no i think no matter what demographic you are like you could be senior citizen you could be family you could have only just had a kid you might have three kids this is a really good 
sit on the couch and watch. Uh... And I think it's a good time to watch it now because it'll make you want to bake. Right. And that isn't The Great British Bake Off. We are talking about Nailed It on Netflix. Oh, we have spoke about it before, but it's definitely one to, uh, for a lockdown recommendation. It's so funny. And like they create all like, well, they have a professional designer cake and then they get amateurs to come in and try and recreate that cake <laughs> in a short period oh. of time. And the outcomes are so awful. Like when you see a BuzzFeed article about like nailed it cakes, basically. And it's basically that, but a TV show and how they get there. And it's so cringy. And you sit there going, I can do better than this. And it makes you want to bake. So maybe it's a really good show to watch while we're all stuck at home so that you can just go and be creative in the kitchen yeah definitely just eat cake just eat cake (laughs) but that's on netflix i think it's got four or five seasons yep and a holiday edition and a holiday edition so they are all of our feel-good bingeable tv shows to watch during this time my last point on tv before we move on to the game Mm -hmm. is like this might be the time to try tv you've never really watched before oh yeah so i've started watching um a bunch of anime series because i I like studio ghibli ghibli films Mm -hmm. um i watched one punch man a few weeks ago thought that was amazing uh and since then i've started watching seven deadly sins attack on titan and evangelion i think i'm pronouncing that right i don't know (laughs) i always thought it was evangelion or evangelion but they say on the show evangelion which is strange but they're all completely different animation styles and different stories and they're all a little bit mad in their own way but i highly recommend well if you're going to start watching anime keep giving different ones a go until you find one you like and that might open more doors or open your mind to more like different styles of anime later on and then just generally if you thought oh well i've never tried i don't know british sitcoms before maybe start watching one of those or i've never tried uh, I don't know, world cinema to start watching yeah, something like definitely. that. Yeah, definitely. Now's a good time to like to open your mind to something else. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's just my, my last and final point, mm-hmm. really. Shall we go on to play the game? Yes. Play the music. So it's my turn for a game this week. I am bringing back the three name game. <laughs> Can you put an echo on my voice? For anyone who doesn't know the rules of the three name game, I name three actors slash actresses and Jack has to guess what TV show or movie they are from. This week we are doing TV shows because that has been the theme theme of of this week's episode. So Jack, are you ready? I was born ready. Question one, Joanna Page, Ruth Jones, James Corden. Oh, that is uh, Gavin and Stacey. Yes. Two, Sean Hayes, Eric McCormack. Megan Mullally. That is Will and Grace. Yes. Three. Three. Laura Prepon or Preppin. Right. Never heard of her. Danny Masterson. Right. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. That name is You can ask for one more actor if you struggle. Okay. Topher Grace. Oh, that is that 70s show. It is. Ding. Just took me a minute there. Question. Danny Matheson, but he's he's hired, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Laura Prepon or Preppin is, is Donna. Donna, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Question four. Melissa Ranch. Uh huh. Mayim Bit Bialik. 
Brea. I don't know. And Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Oh, that is Big Bang Theory. Yes! Ding! Melissa Runch is... Oh, the Sheldon's missus. No. No. The high-pitched somewhat saying Oh, no. um, not Bridget. Does begin with a B though, does it? begin with a B. Bernadette. Bernadette, yeah. And then... Maya Bellielli. Oh, Bell that's Sheldon's that's, missus. That's Amy. Amy. Okay. And finally... I haven't watched Big Bang Theory properly to remember who everyone is. Question five. Julie Bowen. Right. Ty Burrell. Yeah. Modern Family. Yeah. And Ed O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got one more, but I think you'll know it straight away. Okay. Josh Radner. Right. Yeah. That's how I met your mother. It is. <laughs> I was like, you can get this from the first <laughs> one. <laughs> I might change this so that you get a point. You get three points if you guess it from the first one. Ooh. Two points to get it from the second wow. one. I'll do that next time. Okay. And then we'll see how many points you get. Oh, that's a pretty good idea, yeah. actually. Yeah, because there's a few there. Because I always try and start with the hardest. Yes, that's the best thing to do. Because I feel like Josh Radner is like the least known out of all of How I Met Your Mothers. Maybe, Because yeah. like Kobe Smulders, everyone sort of knows her from... From Marvel now. Marvel. Yeah, like Alison Hannigan has been around for decades. Well, yeah, Buffy. Um, and Jason Segel and, uh, has done really well. Jason Segel, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, he is absolutely everywhere at all times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't feel like Josh is as well known as no. the others. Maybe that's why they made him the protagonist. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was my game, the three name game. Rules will change next time we play. Cool, right? Yeah, sound, 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 sound. That was a good game. Thank you. Always very quick. I always feel like it's like, boom, that's the game done. Again, we watch too much TV. We do watch too much TV. But then we wouldn't have anything to talk about week on week. Mm, it would be a crap podcast if it was a pop culture podcast you don't watch TV <laughs> or movies. Um, any cool things? It was my birthday it on was Thursday. Birthday. Happy birthday. i tell you what, birthdays in isolation aren't as fun. They suck. <laughs> Especially when the postman loses your presents. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we would have had a cool thing uh, for you, but uh, Nintendo let us down big time, uh, which was not cool because I'd pre-ordered Lisa a Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch <laughs> for her birthday, and despite pre-ordering it in February, in well, is that is in January? The oh, day geez. they announced what they were doing, I got the pre-order, and it was coming out a couple of days before your birthday, and I thought it's perfect, like. That'll be the best birthday present because I can order it. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It arrives and then we're done. Like, and we're all happy playing Animal Crossing. Yep. Um, and it got it either got lost or they didn't make enough. And I don't know if anyone else was on the pre-order as well and they've had theirs go missing slash not arrive. I Yeah. Um, I'm very disappointed, especially because I got other presents that were like related to it. So I got like an Animal Crossing um, switch holder. Yeah. You know, which just sat. When there's nothing for it to hold. It's a bag. It's a, it's a sad little bag. It's a sad little bag. So, happy birthday to me. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't the best birthday, but <laughs> uh, when all of this is over, we're going to go out and celebrate and have a good time. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, no cool things this week. Um, although, I guess... That was a cool thing. I turned 29. <laughs> um... The release of Disney Plus is oh, really yes. cool. However, we are going to do our next episode will be a Disney Plus related episode. Mm. Um, but don't fret, non-Disney fans. We're going to be talking Star Wars, Marvel, any sort of 
new Disney based shows. Uh, yeah, we've started watching Life According to Jeff Goldblum, which is hilarious. So lots of it's not just going to be Disney Disney princesses. In fact, it's going to be very far from that. Although all of those things are Disney, so it is Disney. So shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so yeah, if you've got Disney Plus, great. If you haven't, maybe take a look. What are you at doing, guys? There. It's four five pounds a month. It's cheaper than Netflix. Cheaper than Amazon Prime. We're in isolation. Just go and get it. Yeah. Jeez. Especially if you're a fan of Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, National Geographic, and The Simpsons. Uh, right. We'll speak to you then. Bye. Stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands. Thank you for listening. If you could leave us a review, it helps more people find the show. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PerfectCastPod. Or you can send us an email at theperfectcastpod at gmail.com. All links in the show notes, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.